guys, welcome to this week's episode of Conversations. This week we have an incredible guest. His name is Caleb. Him and his wife, Stephanie, are all things relationships online. They have an incredible marriage and they talk through a lot of their content is focused on dating and relationships and, and singleness and how to be a good spouse. He's an author, he's a coach, he's a content creator. It's going to be such a fun conversation, all things relationships. They have a new book coming out in April. We talk about that. Let's jump into it. Thank you so much for liking and subscribing this YouTube video if you're listening on audio podcast. Thank you for engaging with us and being a part of our community. Let's jump into it. Have you always been a Cowboys fan? Oh, yeah. My whole life. All right. Talk me through that. Like, how, <laughs> were you born in Texas? Like, No. Okay. Okay. Dude, uh, born in LA and... When I was growing up, LA's teams kind of came and went. So like the Rams were in LA, um, the Raiders were in LA, but then they went to Oakland, the Rams went to St. Louis. And so I never really jumped on a team. And then the Cowboys were good in the nineties and uh, they haven't been good since. (laughs) And so uh, I've been suffering. I've been suffering ever since, but yeah, dude, I just uh, grew up loving the Cowboys and still do. Well, props to you for staying with the Cowboys. You, Dude. who, I mean, who would have been in the nineties? Like who were your favorite players in the Cowboys? Oh yeah. Uh, Emmett Smith was my favorite player. Uh, loved Emmett, Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman, uh, the triplets as they get, as they're called, uh, love them. Um, haven't, I've loved some players ever since, uh, nothing quite like that. Cause they won three Super Bowls when I was a kid. Uh, but, uh, you know, I love, I love the players. So it's good, man. Super random, but my dad grew up with Jay Novacek, the tight end. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. They're like best friends in elementary school, birthday parties. <laughs> it's so crazy. That's awesome. So funny. So random. But dude, I'm so yeah. pumped to have a conversation. Yeah. Uh, come so on. Anyone listening to this, this is conversations. We've we've been having conversations for, for years now. I'm assuming this episode, we're in the 80s. And th- this is the goal, man. This is the goal is to sit down and just have a mm. conversation. I believe. 2024 not having enough conversations especially in the christian space i believe everybody has an opinion about everything yeah not not a lot of people are willing to just sit and have dialogue so dude i'm so pumped yeah Yeah, i'm I'm honored that we get to have this conversation and just just hang out you know absolutely be with like-minded peeps we're in the white hat blue bill black sweatshirt gang <laughs> we're, today we are, we are, <laughs> we're twinning and i'm gonna be honest guys this is not planned but i'm i'm glad it i'm glad it worked out that way so caleb tell me tell me a little about you like let's get the rundown uh for our audience Dude, absolutely you know so i live currently in pittsburgh pennsylvania with my beautiful amazing exceptional wife stephanie um and uh, we moved here two years ago from los angeles uh, she was born and raised in pittsburgh um, and we have a, I would say, pre-engaged singles and marriage ministry that we run online through social media. Um, and we have courses, coaching, uh, mentorship, and a bunch of resources that people get plugged into um, through our socials and into all that. And so, you know, we just love, we have a heart for people. Um, we both just had heartbreak in our lives, you know. For me, it was dead dreams and a lot of heartbreak. And for Stephanie, you know, she, her famous story is that she was, you know, dumped on Valentine's Day, three months before she was supposed to get married. Everything paid for, and she got dumped. And 
that's part of her story. And we just kind of share from a place of pain. And we just have a heart for people that have gone through that. And we understand it and we want to heal them. You know, our ultimate goal is to change marriages worldwide. We want people to walk into marriage and be able to thrive. And so we, you know, our lane has been to kind of meet them in the pregame, you know, pre marriage and just uh, really tool people to deal with that baggage so that when they get to marriage, they don't, they're not carrying all this stuff from the past. Um, they get to walk forward in freedom and develop new things. And so that's our heart, man. That's so beautiful. Yeah. I love that. I mean, yeah. I, I'm assuming we're going to talk quite a bit about marriages and honestly, mm. I, 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 we haven't had a lot of conversation about that on here, but I do think it's super important. Yeah. And mm. I mean, just to kind of start that world anyways, like I, I would assume you and I both agree that healthy relationships are healthy individuals. So yeah. for you, for you guys, what was a learning curve? Like maybe in, in the beginning phases that the early marriage, even stages of like, man, I need to be healthy so I can be the leader of the household, be the husband I need to be. Yeah, man. Uh, absolutely. You know, I think that, <clears throat> You know, like I was saying, I, I just went through like such a crushing blow before mm -hmm. and it just made me feel so lost in my like singleness and leading up to, you know, eventually meeting Stephanie and I just had a lot of healing to do. And so I think a lot of people, you know, have these moments in their lives that cause them pain. And what they've, what they've learned is let me put a mask mm -hmm. over that pain and let me just kind of like keep going <laughs> in the midst of that. And so then they carry that wherever they go. And then it comes out in specific ways. You know, for some people, it kind of keeps them in singleness. Um, for me, it kept me in that. And it kept me from really pushing forward and out of, you know, whatever the dreams that God had for me. And so in marriage, um, you know, Stephanie and I did a lot of work to help kind of break past a lot of those things. And so what, I, what I'm passionate about is helping people so they don't have to get there. You know, they can deal with it and work on it. And so for us, it was really working on communication. And, you know, when we met, we just got very real with each other. And we were just like, I told her things that I never told anybody else. And likewise, and we just got real with it. And we just had each other's backs. And we were just gonna be like, hey, we're gonna deal with this together. We're gonna work on this. And it has not always been the easiest road. You know, we both had a ton of pain. And but we're on the same team. We're unified. We're together. You know, when you become married, you become one. Mm -hmm. And so when you understand that, and that's like your foundation is in Christ and you're one, it makes it so that, hey, even when we're in this friction, we're not breaking apart. We're stuck together. We're one, right. you know? And so I think that's been like a definitely where we've landed on that. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, no, I love it so much. It's it plain and simple. Do the work. Like, and it doesn't stop once you get married. That's mm -hmm. that's, what, that's what I love. Is it actually? That's when it just gets started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, Marriage is sanctification, man. Yeah. You know, we we just it brings a whole like people go, oh man, the dream is that I'll just get married. I'm like, hey, yes, there's amazing parts about me married, but you are going, you're about to be challenged in ways that you never imagined. And God, if you allow God to do it, do the work, it will change your life. Absolutely. hundred percent. I'm super yeah. interested because obviously we've followed each other for quite some time. Yeah. I've kind of seen this uh, marriage ministry kind of come to fruition of like yeah. a couple posts here and there. And now it's like comments of like, Hey, what are your thoughts on this? Hey, help us with this. Like maybe talk us through the, the genesis of that because the, 
honestly, there's a lot of people on who listen to this podcast who aren't pastors, but they're entrepreneurs. They're people who are like, hey, I have a huge heart for this, but I don't yeah. know necessarily if I should start it or how to start it. So talk me through a little bit about that journey because because obviously we see it now, but there was a starting phase yeah. that I, I'm yeah. obsessed with. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, the beginning part of our story is that, you know, I was a teacher. I was a teacher for like 10 years, an athletic director and coach. Uh, so that's a little bit of my background. I always had a passion for relationships. Uh, relationships don't have to be romantic. They can be like all forms of relationship, um, loving on other people. So I love loving on my students um, and just being there for them. And Stephanie, when we met, she was finishing her master. Well, she had just finished her master's in marriage and family therapy from Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena. That's why we kind of met. We were in the same geographical location. And uh, we actually started working at a Christian school together. And we worked there for three years. And after the second year, Stephanie just got like this call, like to really start talking about relationships and faith online which for us was like so foreign, man. Like, hey, it's like right. what is that? Uh, what does that even mean? But it was uh, definitely a call. And so after the third year, she just went and did that um, and started posting just her story. And, you know, really that started to resonate with people. Um, we just have never shied away from just being genuinely authentic us and sharing our story that it's not perfect, you know, and, being open about our struggles and different things. And that just like resonates with people in a world of social media. That's like your highlights. Right. right. And so we've always really landed on just sharing from an authentic place. And so we just, we started doing that. Um, and God has really kind of taken that journey, you know, and we shared a lot about our faith. Um, we used to do some travel type stuff. Um, but with uh, the pandemic hitting, we started getting really clear about like, Hey, we really want to hit marriages. We really like, we had been doing that, but like we got really clear. And so we really started being very specific about that. I had quit my job as a teacher, like three months before COVID. And so that hit really hard. And we had used to do some brand deals and stuff. And we just like felt God saying like, cut that off. So we don't even haven't really done like hardly any of that um, ever since at all. And uh, we just felt like we needed to build this marriage ministry. And so we started to do that. And now, you know, we, we just, it's like very, everything we do, we don't do any paid ads or anything like none. It's all organic reach. Um, and you know, at this point it reaches, you know, anywhere from like six to 15 million people a month. And it just like gets out there. And we just have really organic ways that they get plugged in. You know, they ask questions, they can comment. You know, we do a lot of automation. And so people can get plugged in and get resources right away, you know. And and for us, that has, we just, I think one of the things that we've learned is just to be adaptive mm -hmm. to, A, be adaptive to the call of God in your life. God's calling you into a space. God's calling you to something. We just, we were passionate about relationships and marriage and we wanted to make an impact and we didn't look to build an audience or and that was never like, I don't care about that. It's not about me. You know what I mean? Like it's not, um, it's about really helping people and that's what we cared about. And that's what we've always cared about. And so like, for me, it's building that passion and then being willing to adapt to what people are looking for, um, what people need 
and then providing those types of things. You know, if you were to tell me I was going to put out the kind of content that I put out, like specifically, I, I wouldn't have wanted to do that. I want to do more face-to-face type stuff, but like people, what we do now, like a lot of that is really landed. And so we found a groove and yeah, man. Well, it's so special one, because you guys answered the call Two, I just think a lot of people in ministry don't actually listen to the need of the people they're called to like you guys had a, a burden and a passion for, for marriages yeah. or for just relationships. Like you just said, it doesn't have to be romantic. And you listened and adapted and brought yeah. needs to people. To me, that sounds like God written all over it. Because yeah. in my experience anyways, ministry is serving the needs of the people. Yeah, absolutely. context that is. So one, props to you. Thank you guys so much for doing that. I, I've seen <laughs> uh, you guys steward it so well and it's so special Mm, thank you maybe even talk to me a little bit about like how do you guys handle that because you're getting a lot of information from people you're you're getting a lot of like burdens thrown on you where you're like oh my gosh how am i supposed to carry this like yeah how how do you guys steward the information railroad in your mind in your heart and your soul like how how do you channel that Well, um, that's such a good question. And, you know, you said something the other day, I think either on your stories or your posts. Um, but, you know, I feel like so much, so much of the time people are, you know, online coming from a place of like, they're wanting to share their thoughts or like their way of doing something or like jumping on a trend just to jump on a trend, um, for whatever that is and having some wild opinion to get more views. Um, and I think like, that's up to you. That's between you and God, um, for whoever that is for us, what has really been a consistent habit, a, you know, just a staple, a foundational piece is that we discovered very early on that, like whatever lens you're putting in front of you Mm -hmm. to start the day to the end is the lens that you're going to see things through, so to speak, you know, you put sunglasses on that are dark you're going to see things a little bit darker. And so for us, we got in a rhythm and in a habit of no matter what, before we touch online, before I take out my phone, I need to be in the word, bro. Like that is Mm -hmm. nothing like, cause that's the lens I want to see everything through. And so that helps me really sort through like trends, habits, all that kind of stuff. And so like when somebody comes at me, instead of me reacting out of, like my selfish ambition, I'm reacting out of the fruits of the spirit and be like, you know what, this isn't necessarily about me. There's a pain behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can either deal with that or I can try to heal and find solutions. And so for us, it is a finding it, seeing things through that lens of scripture and then b just like listening to people and having a place for them to go. I think for us, we got so like when things really you know, the last couple of years have really started taking off as far as like viewership, all that kind of stuff. And our, we just got a ton of views and questions and like, we just got bogged down like crazy and our DMS were just insane. And so what we did is we just found solutions so that we can really get back to people and get them plugged in because people are looking for something. And I can't, I can't sit there on DM and give every single person a very detailed response because people put like people pour out their hearts. Like I am in this, this is a struggle. And so for us, it is getting everybody a resource, 
giving them an encouragement and then getting them offline and then in a place where they can have options to get in community with other people. They can jump on a call with us, like an actual call with us. Um, they can get into our coaching programs and all that stuff. So they're getting served and everybody gets a response, which I think is yeah. so important. And then we take what they ask for and try to, try to create content around what they're asking for. Um, and, you know, that's been such a big thing. You know, one of the things I ask in my little like encouragement community, that little community thing on Instagram that <laughs> no one knows what to do with, but we just try to give some type of encouragement is I always am asking people in there, like, what kind of stuff are you looking for? And that's like, mm -hmm. gives me a heartbeat for like what people are asking because it changes. It kind of goes through seasons. Um, and you really like online, you need to adapt. Um, and that's been something you just have always adapted and tried the new things. And, you know, um, I'm thankful for a wife that encourages me and just allows me to do that. Uh, and, you know, it's really served us well. God opens the door, man. Like it's the other thing is like releasing it. You know, I think so many times people will post something that's either on their heart or like what they whatever it is. And then they obsess about whether or not that's getting out or whether, you know, if you were and for us, it's like, dude. I post and I'm like, I'm gone. I don't have to worry about it. God's going to do what he wants to do. And sometimes like the video will get a thousand views and you just have to think like, that's a thousand people. If I was in a room with a thousand people, that's yeah. like, that's like a small conference, bro. Like that's, that's, I mean, it's like a decent sized conference, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And so like, right. if you, if you think of people as people and God's going to put it in front of whoever and sometimes I've had it go from a thousand to a million in like a day or like mm -hmm. two weeks from now, you know, and it, God can do whatever. And it's just like allowing him to work and then just filling in those gaps. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I've heard it so many times, but you can control two things, your input and your attitude. You can yeah. control the outcome. I can. Yep. I can exactly. The input. I can control what, what yeah. God is speaking about in my obedience to creating it. And I can control my attitude. Yeah, the a thousand views or the a million views, because like yeah. I said, you attach a number to a name. It's it's not so bad. It's not so like, oh, I guess I I started yeah. making content. It's like even if you get 200 views, whoever's yeah. listening to this podcast right now, you get 100 views. That's 100 people. That's like the average size of the American church. So, yeah, you're you're doing great. And. And yeah. Again, thank you so much for making content that actually speaks to an audience, not just out of relevancy or even like th this is successful. So I'm just going to keep doing it. It's like, no, I'm attaching it to names. There's people. Yeah. There's channels. One quick question I have for you, because this is something that that kind of bothers me. And I'm interested to see if it bothers you as well. <laughs> the, the, you're like, oh, geez, I love this. Here we go. Um, all right. Not responding to DMs. What are your thoughts on that? Um, see for me, it's hard. Like, <laughs> so I think, I think you should try to, um, the best that you can. And, uh, I think it's a courtesy thing. I think sometimes people are a little too, uh, big for the moment. I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to articulate that. Um, for me, it was a, like, I needed to try and get back to people. And so I had to find a solution for that. Um, um, so, I mean, I don't know. I, I think you, you should try as best as yeah. you can, but you also can't like, again, you can't serve everybody all the time, every second, you know? And so like it, whatever way you're going to be able to do that, I think is a, mm -hmm. you have to find a rhythm, 
you, you have to find a way to help people in all that. Because if it's only about you, like, what are you doing? What, what is it, you know, what does it add to the world? You know, yeah. when, when we post, we always like try to pray like, okay, like what it does this bless other people. Does it help other people? Does it honor God? Um, and does it serve a purpose? You know, and that, that goes for anything I put out. Like if that's on my stories, like I feel so bad, like posting something from my like everyday life sometimes because like, I'm just like, and I know I should, because I think people want to see that you're like an actual human being. Right. Um, but I also am like, I don't want it to be about like just that. Like I want it to be about how can I help somebody? And I don't take that burden lightly, you know, like I don't take it for granted. I want, I want to be able to bless people. And I know that yeah. people are blessed by seeing encouraging, like how I, people have told me so many times how I love my wife, like has helped them see Jesus better. And so maybe I need to show that more, but I also, yeah, you know, so to yeah. long answer your question, I, I think it's important to be a good steward of what God has done yes. in the best ways that you can. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, when you were talking through put, bringing in a solution to it, it, it always goes back to the idea of, man, if you can't answer all the DMs, because at scale, sometimes it's literally impossible, like millions yeah. of followers, millions of DMs, I understand that. But I, I would almost guarantee you there are solutions for helping people yep. find a place. And there's always the like randos who are like commenting, trolling, all that. It's like, all right, yeah, cool. But at the end of the day it's a ministry and it's our responsibility to steward the platform that God gave us. So yeah, I love that answer so much. You did mention something that I, before, cause we got 10 minutes left. And I, I love <laughs> how you and your yeah. wife um, share online, how you guys love each other. There's not just like the uh, one, three steps to success. It's like you guys are sharing the process of being married online, which is yeah. super beautiful and super special. Talk to, the the single person the dating person like man what should they be doing right now uh, the second they get done with this podcast to start to become the husband or wife that they will be someday yeah absolutely i think like if you're i have a couple of thoughts on this i have a lot of thoughts not just a couple but yeah uh i think that you know one of the best things you can do if you're looking for somebody and you're looking to find that person is um make a list of the essentials that you would want in a person, everything that you would want them to be, uh, the qualities, all of that, and then go be that person. Um, be exactly that in your life. Um, I think that so many people have this idea of what they want, but they're not willing to do the things to be with somebody like that. Um, you know, when I first met Stephanie, I couldn't imagine being with somebody like her. Um, and I wasn't ready when I first met her. I had to wait a year before I could start dating Stephanie. And I was not prepared when I first met, but I was much more prepared later. And so, you know, if you're single, you're dating, you are looking to take those steps. What I would ask you is like, what things can you do right now to start growing in your life? You know, there is a season and a reason for everything. God has so much for this current moment. We get so caught up in the future and the next thing and the next this and the next that, that we don't live in the moment. And there are so many blessings that God has for you 
that you're missing because you're so focused on, hey, I need to find a wife. I need to find a husband. I need to get this job. I need to be social media fame. Whatever that is, you're missing that. You're missing out on what God has right now. And I think sometimes we need to take a step back and live in the moment. So I would encourage them grow, you know, grow in this season, find ways to become a better person, find ways to learn about new interests. Like you're, you're taking, you're going to be taking on somebody into your life. That's going to have a whole new set of interests, a whole new set of hobbies, whole new set. And you're not going to be exactly like them, but as much as you can love on them in those things, it just would make you so much more of a well-rounded and a better spouse and more understanding spouse. I would learn how to ask better questions. Um, you know, so many people are so self-focused. I would just be like, Hey, I'm going to be a person to ask a bunch of questions and get to know people because that, that will show you how to be a better, like a good husband will go and ask his wife, like, how are you doing? How can I serve you? How can I be a blessing to you? Um, you know, and just like really becoming better in communication, I think would be such a blessing, be around people, you know, build that community. You know, you can't, you shouldn't do this alone and uh, continue to build community in that and just be growth minded. I think the more time I spend working with singles, I would just say like, growth mindedness is a the best quality to have but also the best quality to look for in somebody outside of like wanting them to love jesus and wanting them to love god like if they're growth minded you know there's nothing you can't do as a couple you know because you'll continue to grow together in whatever season and whatever god has for you in your life yeah well so special and again i love it so much and there's so much weight to your words because you guys live it out and maybe as we wrap up in the last couple of questions here, like talk me through your, like what rhythms or what standards or what things do you guys in, have in place? Like uh, a date night here or a conversation this time or whatever, like what, what parameters have you guys established based on your, your guys's relationship that you guys need? Cause every couple's different. I understand that, but yeah, like, w- what for you guys is non-negotiables. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my wife and I are pretty inseparable. So uh, we like to do everything together. And uh, we're just like, we're best friends. So, uh, you know, that's something special about, you know, our relationship that I love, you know, marrying somebody that is going to be a really good friend to you is such a powerful thing. You know, friendship, you know, learning to be friends before you get together is, Mm -hmm. I think, is such a valuable thing to look for. Um, A couple of rhythms that we have, like I talked about earlier, you know, we both get in the word first thing every day. That's like non-negotiable. I was at a at a conference this weekend and they were talking about like the statistics um, that come with reading your Bible every day. Um, And it's like one, two, three times a week, up to three times. There's very little change in your, like your mental health. Um, Once you get to over four times a week, if you read your Bible, the statistics, it's like 60, 70%, like less depression, less anxiety, like you become a much more mentally healthy person the more you read your Bible, like statistics show that. So I would say that that's a big rhythm that we do. Um, we sleep with the phone across the house from us. So we do not sleep in the same room with our phones. Um, that's a huge rhythm for us. It helps us get out of the mind space of like technology and just kind of like be at peace. Um, that's a powerful thing. So we have like an alarm that's not attached to our phone, which is amazing. That's old school. Um, and then for us, because our job is social media um, and on our phone, we actually set this in place. It's probably, it's been at least, a, you know, two, three years now. Um, and you would think it'd be to your disadvantage or to ours. Um, but 
God has just chosen to bless it. We do not go on social media on the weekends. Um, Stephanie deletes it from her phone on from Friday night until Monday morning. And then I just, I've gotten to a place where I need to touch it. So I don't delete it, but I don't touch it. And it's amazing. And I don't have any temptation at this point. It was really hard. I mean, it's not like it's an easy thing, um, but it's been such a rhythm of just like peace. You know, I don't have to compare to anything. I don't, you know, it, it's just like such a valuable thing. And then for us, it's just, I think technology is such a valuable thing, but it can be one of the biggest block blockages in a marriage. And so I would just say like have boundaries around that and then have moments where you're just like off of it and just put it away. And I know that's really hard to do. Like, don't, I'm not saying this from a place of perfection. Like, trust me, it's, it's hard to like put that away. But when you do, you get more and more moments of connection um, and just spend more time, like looking in each other's eyes. I think so much we're like distracted by this or that, or just like take, even if it's like two minutes and have a face-to-face eye-to-eye conversation um, that's powerful. And that, and if that's really hard, you know, really another thing that's so good for couples and really good for men, we will operate so much better relationships when we're like side to side with our wife. So like going on a walk together, yeah. um, we walk every day together. And I, that's where I get to open up and really talk to her because it can be really intimidating to have a face to face. Like my wife is amazing, but she's intimidating. It's all <laughs> get up. Right. And so like having side to side conversations as well are so powerful. So I would, I would encourage people to go for a walk, um, do something, you know, a shared activity together that you can be side to side. You want to unlock your husband, that's what, or your boyfriend or whatever that is, do that. And for guys, it's like, you know, being intentional to set aside time to really be there with your focus instead of on something, thinking about something else. Um, cause the more time you give yourself the space to have a clear mind, the more intentional you can be, I would say. So, so good. As we wrap up, Caleb, you guys have something coming out very soon. Yes. I'd love for you to share about that. Maybe even the idea of like, where did it come from? And then how, yeah. how we can find it, how we can get it all of that. Yeah. So Stephanie and I wrote a book. Uh, this is going to be our second book and it's called Wholehearted Love. Um, and it's going to be coming out April 30th. Um, so we're really, really, really excited about that. What it is, is it's basically... Being able to love with our whole heart and being able to love ourselves, God, and others better and more fully by receiving, you know, God into those areas of pain in our lives and walking forward into freedom. And so we share, like, we share everything, you know, about our past, our relationships, everything, you know, some of the abuse I experienced younger on in my life and just like all kinds of things. And we just get real, you know, and have that conversation of just, what does it look like to walk forward with God and with others wholeheartedly? And so that's coming out. Um, we're really excited about that. And then we actually actually, we actually have two more books coming out next uh, Valentine's Day in 2025 um, wow. that we're excited about. We wrote over the holidays. So a lot of that's crazy cool. stuff, a lot of crazy stuff happening, but that's coming out very soon. We're so excited about it. It's going to be awesome. Um, we record the audio book next month. And so that's going to be fun. Nice. So we'll have, both options, uh, whatever way you like to consume it, it'll, it'll be great. That's so special. I mean, once you guys get a pre-order link, we can add it to the description and all of Amen. that. But in the, in the meantime, how can anybody find you? How can, yeah. you, like, how can people find your wife? Yeah, absolutely. So the majority of stuff we do is on social media, but if you're somebody that just wants to go to a website, 
We are stephanieandcaleb.com. That's our name. That's our website, Stephanie with an F. And then um, on social media, you can go to Instagram and I'm Caleb Jason Rouse. Um, on Instagram, my wife is Stephanie with an F dot Rouse. And then from there, you can comment on any post. Um, you know, there's a bunch of words, the keywords that you can comment on and get whatever resource is specific to you. We have stuff for singles, engaged, dating, and married, um, you know, things for people that have gone through like miscarriage, um, that have experienced defeat in their lives, whatever that is, we have resources for you. We want to get plugged in and serve you whatever way we can. So that would be the way to reach out. That's well, so good. Yes. Everyone do that. Go there right now. <laughs> Spam comment. The exact Come on. Same word. So you get DM. Come on. PDF. So I'm just kidding. Well, yeah. dude, seriously, thank you so much for being on. It was so much fun. Yeah, Josh. I appreciate you. I'm thankful for your friendship. You and your wife are so yeah. special. And you guys are in the East Coast. So yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry for that time zone. Yeah. Uh, anytime I have anyone on conversations that are East Coast, I always got to make fun of your time zone. But yeah, it's it's wild, man. I'm still getting used to it. I'm a, I'm an LA guy. So, you know, yes. it'll be crazy. We're coming to LA very soon, though. So we're going to be out there for yeah. like a month. So it'd be exciting. Yes. Hit us up. We're I know. An hour away from LA, so got to We got to um, do it. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. I feel so honored to be here and just get to talk with you. And uh, this is awesome. Conversations need to be had. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much.